1: Welcome to the weekly bonus episode of Hot Off the Wire, where we look back at some of the top headlines from the week in the world of sports and entertainment. I'm Terry Lipshutz, Managing Editor of the National Newsroom at Lee Enterprises and your host. Subscribe to Hot Off the Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. As always, be sure to check out our latest episode of Streamed and Screened, a podcast dedicated to movies and television. Streamed and Screened is available on major podcast platforms, and there is a link in this episode's show notes. And now, the top sports and entertainment headlines from the Associated Press selected from the past week.
2: The lives of the Beatles will get the movie treatment, but with a twist. I'm Archie Zaraletta with the latest. They're gonna put me. The Beatles will have not just one movie about them, but four. Paul McCartney, John Lennon, Ringo Starr, and George Harrison will have their stories told from their perspectives in separate movies. Director Sam Mendes, known for films like American Beauty and Skyfall, will direct the four films. The movies are expected to be released in 2027 in a way that Sony describes as innovative and groundbreaking without giving details. The Beatles have been famously stingy about granting rights to their catalog, but they have given Full rights to the music and their life stories. Former talk show host Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with dementia. A statement from Wendy Williams's caretakers says she is dealing with primary progressive aphasia and frontotemporal dementia, the same form of dementia that actor Bruce Willis has. They say the diagnosis has presented significant hurdles for Williams, but she is still able to do many things for herself. It says she's receiving care to make sure she is protected and her needs are addressed. The statement comes a day after People magazine ran a story quoting Williams' family as saying, only her court-appointed legal guardian has access to her. They say they are not allowed to see her. Lifetime TV will run a documentary about Williams and her health issues on Saturday. Former U.S. Representative George Santos is suing late-night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel over a segment on Kimmel's show. George Santos says in a lawsuit that Jimmy Kimmel deceived him on the Cameo app, which allows celebrities to make personal videos for fans. The lawsuit says Kimmel submitted at least 14 requests under fake names and narratives to get Santos to do things like congratulate a purported winner of a beef-eating contest. Kimmel used the videos in December in a segment called Will Santos Say It? Santos is seeking statutory damages of 700 Fifty thousand dollars plus other damages to be determined at trial. Representatives for Kimmel, as well as co-defendants ABC and the Walt Disney Company, did not return requests for comments. <laughs> Managers for Beach Boy Brian Wilson have asked a Los Angeles court to place him in a conservatorship to oversee his daily life and medical decisions. Their petition says Wilson is in mental decline and torn with grief over his wife's death three weeks ago. They say the decision was made after consulting with Wilson and his family. One, two, three. The violin-shaped Hofner bass stolen from Paul McCartney more than 50 years ago has been returned. It was taken from a roadie's van and sold to a pub landlord for cash and some beer. The landlord's daughter-in-law found it in an attic. I'm RG
0: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team,
3: It had been 40 years to the day since Hendrick Motorsports ran its first race as a company at Daytona International Speedway and 10 years since anyone on the team had been to Victory Lane in the Daytona 500. However, William Byron changed that on Monday, edging out his teammate Alex Bowman for the win.
1: It still hasn't sunk in yet, so I feel like it's it's just kind of a blur and I feel like there's just so many things that have to go your way to to win a race like this and it's special. I mean, this is the this is the biggest race.
3: As cars spun through the front stretch grass with the white flag in the air, NASCAR let the caution flag fly freezing the field with Byron out front. The victory puts Hendrick tied with Richard Petty Enterprises for the most Daytona 500 victories at 9. Jerry Jordan, Daytona Beach, Florida. On a night when defense was purely optional, records fell at the NBA All-Star Game. The East 211 to 186 victory over the West was the most points by a winning team and the most total points by both teams. Damian Lillard was 39 was MVP. I just told myself I'm going I'm to be aggressive and I'm going to keep firing. I saw a couple go in and after that it was just like I'm going after it. So that was it. There was a record 42 three-pointers by the East. Carl Anthony Towns led the West with 50 points. New York Liberty sharpshooter Sabrina Nuescu came within three points of Golden State star Stephen Curry in a three-point shooting contest between the two at the NBA's All-Star Saturday night event.
0: I think it's going to show a lot of um, young kids out there, a lot of people who might have not believed or even watched women's sports that um, we're able to go out there and, and, and put on a show, and so it was really exciting to finally be able to do this. And like Steph said, it, it happened perfectly.
3: And there were two repeat performers: Milwaukee's Damian Lillard won the regular three-point shooting contest, and Orlando's G-League player Mac McClung took the slam dunk competition. Tom McCabe, Indianapolis.
0: The Nets are changing head coaches, firing Jock Vaughn after opening the season 21 and 33 which puts them 11th in the Eastern Conference. Vaughn injected life into the franchise after replacing Steve Nash in November 2022, leading the Nets to a 43-32 record despite trades that sent Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving out of Brooklyn. But the team has dropped five of its last six, including a 50-point loss to the Celtics on Wednesday, the second-worst blowout in franchise history. The Nets say an interim head coach will be named soon. I'm Dave Ferry.
4: Kevin Ollie has been named the interim head coach of the Brooklyn Nets a decade after leading UConn to an NCAA title. A day after firing Jock Vaughn, the Nets announced the temporary promotion of Ollie, who had been hired as an assistant coach ahead of the season. The 51 year old Ollie played 13 seasons in the NBA. He takes over a Nets team that has a 21 33 record and is in 11th place in the Eastern Conference. Brooklyn has dropped five of its past six games, including a 50 point point loss to the Celtics in its last game. The field for the 12-team college football playoff will feature five conference champions and seven at-large selections after the university presidents who oversee the CFP voted unanimously to tweak the format. The move approved Tuesday to decrease the number of spots reserved for conference champions from six to five was prompted by realignment and has been anticipated for several months. The original plan for the 12-team format was to have the six highest-ranked conference champions with the top four receiving four first-round buys and six at-large selections. Steve Sarkeesian is college football's latest $10 million man. The University of Texas System Board of Regents on Thursday approved a raise and contract extension for the Longhorns coach to boost his guaranteed salary to $10.3 million this year and sign him through the 2030 season. The four-year extension makes Sarkeesian one of the highest-paid coaches in the country. Texas won the Big 12 last season and made the college football playoff. Sarkeesian's original contract paid him $5.8 million this year. The Chicago Bears have hired Jennifer King as the first female assistant coach in franchise history. She will be an offensive assistant working with running backs. King became the first black female in NFL history to serve as a primary position coach in 2021 with Washington. She was first hired by Washington in 2020 as an offensive intern, and she spent the past three seasons as an assistant running backs coach. Coach Matt Eberflus filled out his staff by announcing the final six members Wednesday. Former AL batting champion Tim Anderson has agreed to a one-year contract with the Miami Marlins, a source tells the Associated Press. The 30-year-old two-time All-Star is Miami's first big free agent addition of the offseason. Anderson had spent all eight of his Major League seasons with the White Sox. Meanwhile, the Pirates and All-Star pitcher Mitch Keller agreed to a five-year contract worth $77 million per an AP source. The contract is the largest the Pirates have ever given to a pitcher. The 27-year-old right-hander finished 13-9 with a 4.21 ERA in 2023. Eric Hosmer has announced his retirement from baseball following a 13 year career that included helping lead Kansas City to victory in the 2015 World Series. The 34 year old was a former first round draft pick by the Royals in 2008 and spent seven seasons with Kansas City before later playing for San Diego, Boston and the Chicago Cubs. Hosmer was released by the Cubs last May. The first baseman decided not to pursue any other playing opportunities. He won four gold gloves and was named the MVP in his lone all-star game appearance in 2016. The 15-year-old son of Tiger Woods had a rough welcome in his first attempt at playing a PGA tour event. Charlie Woods shot an 86 at a pre-qualifier for next week's PGA Tour stop at the Cognizant Classic. Woods didn't make a birdie at Lost Lake Golf Club. His round came undone with a 12 on the par 4 seventh hole. The leading score when he finished was a 65. Scores are only posted after players finish the round. I'm Gethin Coolbaum. I'm Terry Lipschitz, thanking
1: you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Press. Music is by SkillCell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.